Welcome everybody uh, to the Teaser Sports Podcast 2022 Season 2 here. This is Patty Picks uh, along with BD Betts and uh, we're excited to get the NFL season going. Unfortunately, our host Nordy Picks is away, but uh, we're gonna, we still have some picks for him. We're going to represent him well and uh, we're going to give you guys some winners for NFL Week 1. Yeah, we're happy to be back. We're missing Nordsy, but we'll carry on. We'll bring you the Week 1 picks and hopefully win you guys some money. Yeah, let's do it. So, um, Demps, you want to start? Uh, you want to start with your week one picks? Uh, I've got a couple futures here first. Uh, I know you've got a couple as well. Um, I'm gonna start off. This is a team that I'm really high on, as we'll see later on in the week uh, one picks. It's the Saints to make the playoffs plus one twenty. It's a two U play, and two you? Yeah, I really like the offseason the Saints have had. Um, they built a great core weapons around Jameis Winston, who's back healthy. He's looked great in preseason, and I'm high on the Saints. I'm I'm high on the Saints too. I I think I think they're going to make playoffs. I was surprised when you said uh, they're plus one thirty to make the playoffs because I mean that division's not very strong going into this year. So yeah, it's really like the Bucks and them are the only chance anyone has of taking the division. I think and yeah, hundred percent. Bucks, I don't know. Like Tom Brady, you can never really bet against him, but with the O line, it's a little bit questionable this year. There is a little bit more to be worried about with the Bucks than the last couple of years. Yeah, their O line's been very. It's been the healthiest O line in the last two years, and it's you know good O line too. So you know they haven't had any O line issues, but yeah, going into this year, like you said, they've they've got some injuries right now. So it, it'll be interesting to see if they can, uh, you know, stay up to what they've been the last couple of years. I think they will. They'll figure it out. But, yeah, they've, they've certainly got a little bit of a hump in the road here. Yeah. Like, I don't expect the Saints to win the division. I think they have a chance at it. But more than likely, I think it'll be the wild card that they end up taking yeah. home. And you have that extra wild card spot now. so Yeah, it makes it a little bit easier on them. And I've got one other future play that I'm going to mention here. This one's a long shot. Um, it's Cortland Sutton to lead the league in receiving touchdowns. It's plus 5,900. It's just a half you play. Just chuck a little bit of money on it and hope it can cash big at the end of the year. But another team that I'm really high on after their offseason. Yeah, no, that's that's a fun pick. I mean, you know you know, Russ likes to huck the ball up in the red zone. So, I, I mean, I like you were, you said the other week there, like Jerry Judy's way ahead of uh, Sutton for – yeah, he's like, like plus twenty two hundred, I think, which doesn't make a whole lot yeah, of sense. Yeah, he's, he's not a resident. Like Sutton is, if there's a strength to his game, it's you know jump balls and you know aggressive, big guy in the red zone. And, and Russ is gonna, I think, be targeting him a lot down there. So yeah, it's the first it's time we're gonna see Russ like actually be able to throw the ball a ton too. Like it might not work out, and maybe they were running the ball a ton in Seattle for a reason. But I think he could have a lot of a lot of success yeah. there. And they're gonna have a good run game too, which is gonna you know obviously Russ loves the play action so. That's going to compliment them. Well, they're going to have a good offense this year for sure. Yeah, by no means a lock, but I think there's definitely value there. Yeah, there's value there for sure. You got any futures you're looking at? Yeah, so I got uh, I got two futures as well. Uh, they're both to win the division futures. Um, first, I'm going to start in the NFC East. And uh, I have the... Da- no. No, 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 no. We're not going to Dallas. <laughs> Fuck Dallas. Yeah, back that up. Back I got that up. the Eagles to win the division. <laughs> Uh, at plus 150, I'm going to put a unit down on that. I, I put it down today. It is plus 150 on Bet365 at the moment. Um, yeah, I mean, this Eagles team, it's a similar look team to last year, except, you know, they've had a lot of big additions. Uh, they haven't really lost. They've only lost 
any the only notable names they've lost, which aren't even that notable. Jordan Howard, not really that notable. They've they filled his boots uh, this season with another running back. They just traded for Trey Sermon, who I think is going to be good as well. Uh, they lost Steven Nelson, corner, who they've replaced, I'll tell you in a sec. And Ryan Kerrigan retired, but he was an old guy that wasn't really that effective anymore. So they've added Gardner Johnson, Jaquiski tired at the safety position, which is really going to help their defense a lot. Uh, two veteran guys that have been on winning teams for you know their whole career, and they know how to get the job done. That's going to help them. Uh, on the defensive side, as well as James Bradbury, he's going to add to that secondary too. <clears throat> and I believe, don't quote me on this, but I think he's top five in uh, pass breakups in the last five years. So he's a very high quality corner to go uh, beside Slay. So that's going to be it's going to be tough to move the ball on these guys through the air. And then of course on offense, they they added AJ Brown and uh, Zach Pascal is a good good addition to add depth to their uh, receiving core because they've kind of had troubles over the last three or four years with. He's a just, way better slot guy than like Greg Ward. I well, they had like Arcega Whiteside. Yeah. Uh, Greg Ward was okay, but like you know, yeah. he's 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 nothing special. So he's going to add a lot of depth uh, behind Smith and AJ. Um, and then they also got George, Jordan Davis in the first round out of Georgia. So you know, I I think hot take, but he could be the most impactful player coming out of college in in the first year. You know, him and him and uh, Fletcher Cox beside each other he's like that's tackle, gonna right? be scary. Huge he's a huge deep tackle Georgia, that like runs like a running back. Yeah, he's crazy. I sent a couple videos of him out of the camp, and it it's scary stuff. Yeah. Him him and uh, Fletcher Cox beside each other is just going to be terrifying. Um, and yeah, the the Eagles have I I view this division coming down between the Eagles and the Cowboys. I definitely not the Giants. I, I don't think Washington is a threat, although. You never know with Carson Wentz, I guess. But, uh, yeah, so the Eagles have a way easier schedule than the Cowboys. The Cowboys have a tough schedule, and they didn't really improve at all this year. In fact, I think they got worse. They lost to Murray Cooper and uh, Tyron Smith. You know, they're all pro veteran left tackles. Going to miss a lot of time. I think he's supposed to be out till December. So that's going to hurt them a lot. And, uh, yeah, I think the Eagles' offense is going to take a huge leap forward this year. Jalen Hurts, you know, I was watching some highlights of him last year, and He's, I think he's got what it takes. He's been in, you know, he's been in that Alabama uh, winning culture too. I really like the head coach Nick Sirianni. I, I feel like he brings forward a winning culture as well. So, I, I, uh, I know there's, you know, a lot of a few Eagles fans that, that listen to this podcast. They're probably happy to hear it. But yeah, I think I think the Eagles are gonna be a really good team this year. Yeah, I like Sirianni a lot too. Like last year, early in the season, the Eagles threw the ball a ton, and it really wasn't working. They didn't really have the weapons like they do this year. And, like, he made the adjustment to become, like, one of the more run-heavy teams, and that's how they made the playoffs. Like, he doesn't necessarily want to be a super run-heavy team, but he does what's going to make them successful. And yeah, I think they, they went out and addressed that. They got A.J. Brown. They And A.J. Brown's a good blocker, too. Like, he, he's a beast, too. That's so. a good point as well. But, yeah, I think they're going to throw the ball a whole lot more this year. Yeah, and, I think they're just – I think the main thing is they're going to have a lot more play action. I feel like they didn't do a ton of play action last year because – like they didn't. I mean, the first half of the year, like you said, they didn't really run the ball like they should have been. And then once they started running the ball and they had that run game going, like yeah, they, they were one of the better stats. offenses in the league. Yeah, they they definitely were because they yeah. were like they had a bad record at one point, and then yeah, they squeaked in the playoffs. Like at the end of the year, I'm not sure exactly what they, they must have went on like a six and two run or something. Yeah, I can't remember exactly, but there was a turning point there in the middle where they started. They let Hertz use his legs and they. Started pounding the rock and it worked out well. Yeah, hurts his his legs are dangerous. So uh, yeah, the next pick I have will will end on the Eagles there. Uh, you know we don't want to pump their tires too much. <laughs> um, 
I'm going to go with the LA Chargers to win the AFC West as well at plus 225. This is a one-unit play as well. I would also sprinkle both of these teams, especially the Chargers, to win the Super Bowl. I, th- I think there's good value on, on both of them. Eagles would obviously be quite a long shot, but uh, the Chargers have good value. I mean, they're not even top five for odds. I think they're plus 2,400 unless it's changed in the last couple of weeks. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, the Chargers have added uh, Sony Michelle, who's going to add good depth to their running back uh, room. They've added Kyle Van Noy, who's a good veteran uh, linebacker. And J.C. Jackson, who was great for New England the last few years at corner, and Khalil Mack beside to add beside Joey Bosa, so that that uh, that pass rush is going to be pretty scary. Yeah, and it's good to see them add into the defensive side of the ball because last year, like they had good players in the secondary, like Derwin James, stuff like that. But he, they could teams running against them, it was ugly a yeah. lot of the time. Like they they really needed to address that, and I think they did, and they're going to be. They're definitely a contender. Yeah, I, that's the the only thing that scares you a little bit about them is 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 them against the run because like they didn't really yeah, go out and grab Max. a good like D tackle or anything. But um, I think that's their only weakness. Like every offensively, they're good at all levels, and their secondary is very good, and they have a good linebacking core. So I mean, if every team's got a weakness, and there's is going to be against the run, but uh, I think they'll be able to overcome that uh, based on the rest of their team. And the Chiefs, again, uh, I would say are the top competitor in that division, obviously. But the, like you go and look at the Chiefs' record or, or the Chiefs' schedule, it is ridiculously hard. Like, their first seven games, there's no chance they go on seven. But, like, looking at it, like, every single one of those games they could lose. Yeah, they definitely. Which is hard like, to say, which you never say with the Chiefs because, you know, usually first seven games of the year, there's four. That, oh, there's no shot they lose that. But they're, every single one of the first seven games they could lose. Like, they could start 2-5. and five. Yeah, similar to Tampa. I think there's a lot of question marks from KC, and that's not something you've been able to say the last couple of years. Like, Travis Kelsey is going to be the focal point of that offense, but he's getting up there. Yeah, he's getting up there in age. You know, maybe, still really but. effective, but he's getting up there in age. They're going to rely a lot on him. You know, Ju- it'll be interesting to see how Juju does with Mahomes and, you know, Sky Moore. Been hearing good things about him, but we'll see. I mean, it's going to be a big shakeup on offense. And I'm not really, like, a huge Clyde Edwards Lair fan, to be honest. I don't think their run game is going to be that great. I still don't understand that pick, to be honest with you. Like, they drafted him like he's a great pass catcher, but they just don't use him in that role. They use him like... Yeah, they use him as like a, like a Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> who they drafted CEH over, I'm pretty sure, which... Kind of yeah, he was over him, wasn't he? That's yeah, I even, late first yeah, round. That's Taylor was into the second, but CH, yeah. is, I mean, he's solid, but yeah, he's he's not like a first round talent. I don't think. No, definitely not. Easy to say now, but yeah, I think the Chargers go twelve and five and win that division. So I like it. Plus two twenty five, lock that in for a unit. You got to be patient with these futures. I'm not a big future guy because I hate looking at the bet for the whole year. But those are just two really good picks, and you know it'd be nice to have those at the end of the year, and hopefully, uh, you know, they win. So. Yeah, one thing about that, it's it's not so bad when you think like the bet's looking good and you think it's going to win at the end of the year, but when you have one that's kind of crashed and it's going to lose and it just sticks around for the second half of the year, real annoying. That would be annoying. Yeah, had a couple of those. I'm just worried that like either or, either it's going good or going bad and you know, you have a bad week and you're like, fuck, I could use that capital right now. You just cash it out and put it on something else. But. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, do we want to get into Nordsy's picks now, or do we want to start with ours and then end off the pod with Nordsy's? Uh, yeah, let's just do ours, and then we'll we'll end off the pod uh, with uh, Nordsy's picks. Nordsy's got a couple. Well, he's got one of the same as ours. 
Uh, yeah, we'll we'll do ours first. Sounds good. I'll start it off here. The Thursday night player prop had those for most of the year or most weeks last year. Um, I'm going to start it off with Cam Akers under 13 and a half receiving yards, minus 110 for a unit. Um, the Rams running backs last year had the lowest RB target share by a lot. I think it was like 12%, if I recall, but most other teams are up around like 18 to 20%. And they just really, like their offensive scheme, they don't really throw to the running back a whole lot, usually using them pass blocking or they're just running the ball. But another thing, I don't think we're going to see Cam Akers in a workhorse role, at least to start the season. Like He's coming off the Achilles tear. He didn't have a great playoff last year. He came back and was able, he had a ton of carries, but he just wasn't that efficient. And No, his uh, numbers were not good in the playoffs. Yeah, and he's had a hamstring injury on and off during camp. It's just, I don't think, McVay said he They're, doesn't want to work like run one running yeah. back into the ground anymore. And he's not like a big body, right? Like it's kind of like that Miles Sanders body or like, you know, Eckler, like those guys, it's tough for them to be Belkow because like they're not, they're more, you know, relying on speed and when they're running through the tackles, which Akers does a lot and he's effective at it when he's healthy. But yeah, I think they're going to be a lot more careful with him and try and limit his touches, at least like you said, early in the year. Yeah. And like, I think that's a big thing. Like McVay, he's learned that he, he ran Akers into the ground. He ended up getting hurt. I think it was training camp injury, but you saw it last year. They ran Henderson a ton last year, too, and he ended up getting hurt and wasn't available in playoffs. It's just you can get more out of your running back room when you're not just pounding the rock with one guy over. Yeah, over. I think it would benefit both of them and the Rams as a whole if they <laughs> kind of split it up. Yeah, and obviously Because they're bet, two different kind of backs. Like, they would, they would complement each other well. Yeah, and this bet doesn't have to do with rushing the ball. I just don't think we're going to see Akers on the field as much as people expect. And when he's on the field, he's not running a whole lot of routes either. Yeah. So, I think there's good Oh, I mean, it doesn't here. matter, you know, who's at the running back position for them. Like you said, they they don't throw the running back uh, the, the running back the ball very often. So Yeah, plus they've added Allen Robinson. They've added, well, they lost Odell, I guess, but they added Allen Robinson. They have Cooper Cup. Those two alone are going to soak up a ton of targets in that yeah. offense. So yeah, I think A Rob's going to be. Uh, I think A Rob's going to be good with Stafford. Stafford's good at getting those guys the ball. It baffled me that Allen Robinson is younger than Cooper Cup. Like he looked washed last year, but I just don't know if he yeah, just like he, kind of packed he, it in because he knew been, Chicago sucked. Or that is pretty crazy. I mean, well, what's Cooper Cup twenty nine? Yeah, Allen Robinson's twenty eight. Yeah, like Allen he's, Rob- he's been around for a while. He should not have looked as bad as he did last year. Like, there, he's not. Bad. Oh, he's like, still he's still good. Yeah, I don't know. There's. He'll. I think. Yeah, I'm, with with a quarterback like Stafford, you know, Stafford knows how to get those number one wide receivers the ball. Number two, obviously, if you're buying cup, but yeah. he's good at getting the guy the ball to guys outside the numbers. And yeah. a lot of a lot of quarterbacks in the league are, are not good at that. So. Anyway. Um, What's your next pick? Let's see here. We've got 49ers minus 7, minus 110 for a unit. And they're heading into Chicago to face those same, that same Bears squad that Allen Robinson struggled with last year. <laughs> um, I am high on Justin Fields. I've liked – well, I didn't like what I saw early last year, but there were there was a couple flashes where he showed the high-level talent he showed in college. But I don't know. Like, they've got a new management team there since Fields was drafted, but it really feels like they're setting him up to fail. Like – they their O line was among the league's worst last year. They were bottom five. They made no improvements there. They lost Allen Robinson. They made pretty well no additions to like any weapons. It's, like, it's they, if you look down the roster offensively, it's it's not very exciting. Like Darnell Mooney, he broke out last year. He had a pretty solid year. Like he's their guy. 
He like, is. Mo- Mooney shouldn't really be your guy. I like Mooney. Like he is talented, he but like, he shouldn't be one. your guy. Yeah, he's a very talented They're player, gonna, but yeah. I don't know if he should be any team's wide receiver one. But if you have you look down the lineup, they've got Byron Pringle and Velas Jones, a depth receiver and a rookie that was expected to go undrafted. So after Mooney and like I guess Cole Komet could have a bit of a breakout at the tight end position. Yeah, but really I mean, Cole Komet, you know, for like fields to work with. Cole Komet's nothing special. He doesn't jump off the page. Yeah. No, and like the 49ers have a really well-rounded defense as well, and like they are gonna get after Fields with yeah. their D line. Are you uh, are you a big Trey Lance fan or? I actually do like Trey Lance quite a bit. I'm very intrigued to see what Kyle Shanahan is gonna have planned. Like Jimmy G, you can you kind of have limitations on what you can run offensively. Like he does a great job. He manages the game. He doesn't make a ton of mistakes. But now that you have a guy with the legs that Trey Lance does, like. That opens up yeah. a ton of the playbook for Shanahan. He's a very creative. Kind of remind like just the way he, like, um, runs around. I don't know, just the way he plays. Like, kind of reminds me of young Deshaun Watson. I mean, he's got a long ways to go before he's like to the level Watson was when he was good and doing actually playing. But yeah, he I, I find he looks a lot like Watson, which is definitely a good comparison for him. Yeah, and he got into two games, I believe, last year. He wasn't. He was a little inconsistent in the passing game, but he ha- posted some elite yeah. numbers on the ground. And like he he's got quite an arm talent and like extremely athletic. And he's a big dude. Like he can, he's one of those guys that you know he can put lower his shoulder to get to the pylon. Yeah, he's too. got that like Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. Yeah. I guess Herbert doesn't really run the ball a ton, but he's like, he's a big. He never <laughs> Herbert never takes it. He, he slides like fifteen yards before somebody's even near him. Yeah, it's kind of. a... We're getting away from the point here, but Herbert, I think, could this be like funny. Josh Allen and run the ball, but he just Oh, 100%. He just slings, yeah, Herbert's slings. huge, man. But Nobody wants to tackle him. Anyway, yeah, Trey Lance, basically the opposite of Fields. He's set up to succeed. He's got a pretty solid O-line. He's got all the weapons you could ask for. He's got a smart head coach that's going to like run plays that use his strengths, I guess. And the Bears, they're not even trying to win games. I really can't see this game being that close. Yeah. I... I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure what's gonna happen in that game. I'm, I'm not touching it. But the 49ers, they should they should be good this year. They they should be able to lay, you know beat the points against. Yeah, uh, I remember last year I actually had Chicago. the 49ers in the same situation. I think it was minus eight against the Lions, and they ended up cashing that bet. So hope for more of the same here. Um, Big 49ers well, guy. Yeah, huge 49ers guy. Hey, had them win the Super Bowl last year, start of playoffs, almost came through. Yeah, that was true. Cowboys. That was a good pick. Yeah. Um, moving on to my last pick here, I've got the Saints minus four and a half, minus one ten, and that it's going to be a two unit play. Talked about it briefly earlier that I really like the Saints um, off season. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, the line has moved a little bit to minus five and a half. I would still play that at a two U play, but if it moves any further, I'd probably downgrade it to a one U play. And it pains me to say it as a Falcons fan, but this team's probably going to wind up with a top five pick this year. Like, they've got yeah. Mariota at quarterback. He's actually performed pretty well in preseason, but he's a significant downgrade over Matt Ryan. Um, Honestly, at this point, I don't even know if he is. Like uh, Mariota's, you know, he's not... I'm not saying the Falcons are going to make playoffs or going to be good or anything, but, like, at this point, like, if, if the Colts had Mariota, if he, I, like, they could be better than the Colts with Matt Ryan. But we'll see. I don't know. Maybe it was because Matt Ryan was, you know, on such a you know, a bad team the last couple of years, but I think he's a little bit washed. Like he's kind of like a, the Drew Brees was a couple of years ago. He like was, just doesn't really have the arm anymore. He was struggling a bit, I think, because of the Atlanta O-line, which I was also going to touch on. 
their O-line has been among the league's worst, again, the last three to four years, and that's you can't have a successful offense no. if your quarterback not, not if, life, yeah. especially if it's Matt Ryan. Not if but, it's Matt Ryan sitting there, you know, like a turtle in the, in the pocket. Yeah, but they've got Kyle Pitts, Drake London, but similar to the Bears, the drop off in talent after that. There's just nothing left. Yeah, like, they, they don't have much depth. And the Saints have, one of the, again, one of the most well-rounded defensive units. Yeah. They've got Cam Jordan, Marshawn Lattimore. They're going to... The Saints are just a well – I don't know who, like, their owner is or their GM, but they're just a well, like, oiled machine. They always seem to put together a good team. Yeah, I thought we were going to see a really big Because they've had a lot of – you know, Frazier they fire. lose their Hall of Fame quarterback, and they still – every year they seem to, you know, put up a fight and actually have a respectable team. Yeah, and people forget. Jameis let off last year. I think they upset Green Bay. He had, like, yeah, they dummied touchdowns. them. Like, yeah. He looked really good to start last season before the, the injury. Yeah, so. he did, man. I'm, I'm high on Jameis for sure. Yeah. I, I might I might end up adding the Saints, honestly. We'll, we'll see. But I, I like the Saints a lot as well. Yeah, I think that year behind Breeze really helped him out. And I think he's learned a lot in that from uh, Sean Payton while he was there. He's so, still young. I mean, he's like, what, 26? Yeah, and he's got the talent. He just It was all mental, Tampa, all the turnovers, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and, and he, he like, nobody was – I feel like there wasn't really a positive uh, environment for him. Like, he would just always get ripped for the picks. And, I don't know, it seems now with the Saints he's kind of – He's learning from it. He's not just getting bad media. And yeah, he needed to change the scenery. And I mean, now yeah. you've got you've got a lot of it. You've got Michael Thomas coming back off injury. Finally, you got Jarvis Landry, Alvin Kamara. It could be a lethal offense. Yeah. It should be honestly. Yeah, it'd be tough for that offense not to succeed with the amount of weapons they got there. And what do you got next? All I've got for this week. That's what you got. That's what you got. Yep. Sanded it off the two you play. So round round them off one more time, right quick. So, Thursday Night Football, we got Cam Akers under 13.5 receiving yards, minus 110 for a unit. Okay. We got 49ers minus 7, minus 110 for a unit. Okay. And ended off with Saints minus 4.5, minus 110 for a two-unit play. <laughs> Love it. Let's go. <laughs> that's that's going to be the sounds come Sunday night right there. Love it. All right, I'll, uh, I'll get into my picks now. Let's not waste any time here. Um, so, I have a three-unit play. It's not quite a whale. Not quite a whale. I thought about whaling it. It's not a whale. I don't want to force a whale week one just because getting excited. But uh, I'm gonna put three units on the Eagles minus four. Um, I you know I just talked about the Eagles for a long time, so I'm not gonna talk about them too much. Uh, their last meeting like last year. I know it's kind of recency bias, but I mean these are two you know same coaching staff, same quarterbacks. Like the teams aren't night and day difference here. Their last meeting last year, Philly won 44-6 to and just pounded the rock all over Detroit, and they had no answer for it. I remember we were on the under, <coughs> and Philly just wouldn't stop scoring. <laughs> that Detroit did their job uh, offensively, only put up six. But um, So, I mean, yeah, that's just a small point. They, they, they beat them bad last year. Not, not that that means a ton. You know, it's a new year. Can't, you can't be thinking about that too much, but it is something. Um, yeah, I just think the Eagles – now they kind of know their identity. I, th- I think they're a run-first team, but they have that ability to move the ball downfield because, you know, with their weapons. And big fan of Dallas Goddard, too. We didn't mention him, but he'll, he'll I think he's going to have a good year. So they're going to just run the rock. They're way better than Dallas or uh, D- Detroit at every level um, in the depth chart, in my opinion. So I, I'm, I'm riding Eagles minus four. I could see... I could see them winning by a couple touchdowns for sure. So lock that in for three units. That's uh, my biggest play of the week. 
I honestly kind of think that Detroit's, they're getting a little bit more respect than they deserve in the bet- betting market because they've been on hard knocks. Like, they've been in the, fo- like, Dan Campbell's been all over social media. He, like, there's been a lot of Detroit Lions love, which is not something you usually see. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Like, there's been a lot of positive news coming out of camp for them, and I do think they're going to be an improved team, but not to the extent that they're that we're seeing in the betting market. Right yeah, now. I've seen them going like up in power rankings, which they haven't shown us it yet. Yeah, I, I don't really see why they'd be going up in power rankings significantly. Maybe one or two spots, but. Um, I, I like the Eagles should be going up in power rankings. Yeah, they've made they've big they've moves, yeah. improved their team and now have another year under their belt with Hertz. Like I think it's going to be pretty dangerous. So, next pick, uh, I'm going to leave the Thursday night pick for last because me and Nords have the same Thursday night pick. Um, my next pick is oh, fuck Eagles again. Eagles Broncos money line parlay. <laughs> okay, this is my last Eagles. Uh, I'm getting the Eagles out of my system here. Eagles, Broncos, money line parlay. I wanted to do like a teaser or something like that. So here's a money line parlay. I, the Eagles just have too much value. I'm just throwing the Eagles on there because it's minus 200, which is not a bad parlay piece. Uh, and then I'm going to throw the Broncos on there just because, I, I mean, I, I don't see how the Broncos with that roster, with Russ returning to Seattle. I know some people think Russ is going to choke going back to Seattle, but I, I, I mean – you know, we all know he has a chip on his shoulder, and he's in a wicked situation. You know, arguably a better situation offensively than uh, he ever was in in Seattle, and he had some really good years in Seattle. So I, I just, I just think, I, th- I think uh, Denver has no shot of losing this game. I think they're going to get it done. It, it could be a close one. I'm not. That's why I'm not going to take the spread because you know it is Seattle. It's tough to go in there and win. So it could be a close one. It could be a field goal game. But yeah, I, th- I think for sure Denver's a lock to win this game. And I'm going to throw them on the parlay with the Eagles. And that pays plus 105. And I'm putting two units on that. So on this pod, I actually have six units on the Eagles, technically. Not something that I was expecting coming into this pod. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it until about a week ago. <laughs> yeah. And then I was just like, you know what? It is what this it is. is. This is where the value is. I'm going to hammer it. Love it. Uh, the next pick I have is going to be the primetime game on Sunday. I'm just going... Over, this is just, you know, you can't overthink this one. I'm just going with the over 50 and a half in the Cowboys-Bucks game. The the Cowboys, again, in this preseason watching them, took like 50 flags <laughs> a game on defense. Like, they're the worst coach team ever. They, they don't learn. It they doesn't matter who's them. playing. They could put me and you out there. They could put fucking Ed Reed out there. The Whoever's back there just takes penalties and in terrible situations. It's like a curse. So they were still doing that in the preseason. So the cow, the cowgirls are not, are, are not. They're pretty low for me going in this year, but they have a good offense. Uh, I I do like Dak. I think they're going to be able to put up points against a box defense that I think took a little bit of a step back going in this year. They'll still be solid, but um, they're not going to be quite the defensive unit they were the last couple of years. I don't think. Um, and these two teams did open up the season last year, uh, and there was a sixty, there was sixty points in that game as well. So they've had shootouts in the past. Uh, yeah, both top ten offenses. We don't really need to talk about the Bucks offense too much. Uh, the O line's a little bit of a concern, but you know who knows that could lead to some strip sack points. <laughs> so that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad for the over. But I'm going with the over for that. It's just a one unit play. Um, I was I actually did really good on overs last year, so I'm hoping to continue that going into this year. Just pick your spot and don't get carried away with them. But yeah, totals in general were a great spot for you last year. So definitely. Yeah, it was, it was a pleasant surprise. I, I didn't really, 
I didn't take that many of them. It's just when you kind of see one you like, you just, you know, put a unit on it and it, it, it ended up doing well. So, uh, yeah, and then the Thursday night pick, uh, This me and Norton both have this, so I'll kind of touch on it from both of our angles. Um, I have a message that Norton wants to get across, to, but I'll leave that. Uh, so we have the Ram- <laughs> uh, We both have the Rams money line um, for one unit. Norton might have two on it. But, yeah, we both have the Rams money line. Um, he didn't state units. He just said Rams money line. Uh, yeah, I mean – we're looking at the defending Super Bowl champs here at home. Uh, you know, the Bills don't have their number one corner. It just it doesn't really – this line should be flipped for sure. There's uh, a lot of disrespect being given to a team that just yeah, came off the Super Bowl It honestly is title. disrespectful. And, you know, the Bills are going to be a good team. Like, I, you, I have the Bills, like, to win uh, the division in a parallel. Like, I think the Bills are going to be good. And I'm not, you know, looking forward to – betting against them this year but it's just you got to go with the value here and and plus 115 for the defending champs you know i think they deserve the crown of the best team in the league right now like going into this season they they didn't lose it they lost von miller but you know they added bobby wagner not that they're the same position but i mean same impact on defense both hall of famers so uh i I don't think they really got any worse uh defensively and i mean they replaced odell uh their line's still solid i think they're going to be you know, another they're definitely a Super Bowl contender again. Yeah, I was very close to having the Rams on my card as well. Like I view it as close to a coin flip game, I guess. And if you get plus one fifteen on that, you can't pass it up. Really. Yeah, that's basically my thought process. I, I would say, yeah, it, right around a coin flip, maybe like fifty two percent Rams or something. Like, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be close for sure. That I do not expect the the Rams to pull away with it by any means. And the Rams are very healthy. That they have. Van Jefferson's status is up in the air. The third wide receiver, he just got but ruled out probably two hours ago. Yeah. Okay. So he's out, but other like other than that, they literally don't have like a single injury. Like they're they're very healthy. So that's good going into the year. The Bills have a few injuries. Like I said, uh, their number one corner, their uh, what's his name, Tre'Davious White. He's yep, um, not playing. So you know, Cup and Cup and A-Rob should should be able to eat up that secondary pretty well. Uh, and then Norton's note about the Rams money line. Quote, uh, also want it to be noted that it's criminal not to be on the Rams money line as a home dog, as a superior team. And if you know me and you are on the other side, I think you are a goof. Um, End quote. I mean, that sounds like it's going to be a multi-unit play from Norsey for sure. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I thought for some reason I thought he said to you. He didn't say that, but I'm sure he probably is going to have a... Yeah, by the sounds he's of got, that, I think uh, it's at least a two-year Yeah, I think it is a two-year play, so... Um, yeah. Norton's words, you're a goof if you're on the Bills. Um, I didn't say it. He did. But uh, I kind of agree. I mean, y- you can't be on the Bills in this situation. That's 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 just uh, – they're so overhyped going into this year. Like I said, they are going to be good. They should be top five Super Bowl contender. But, I mean, for them to be favored to win the Super Bowl is a little bit, a little bit surprising to me. Yeah, I think I'd have them up like one or two in Super Bowl odds. But, I don't know. It's – this is – this game's different than trying to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, you? this like, it's a different situation. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And then uh, I'll, I'll I'll give you guys the rest of Norton's picks here. Uh, he's got a couple NCAA's and a couple more uh, NFL picks as well. The, I might share one of his NFL picks because it's absolutely terrible. But wonder who that could be. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so he's also got the Vikings money line. I don't have uh, his thought presses behind these, so I'm just going to give him out. Uh, just jot him down if you want to take him. Take him. <clears throat> Vikings money line. Uh, cup anytime TD. Also the Thursday nighter. Cup anytime TD at minus 120. And then uh, Jags money line. He's, he's, he's on the Jags. Yeah, I don't like that one at all. Although, <laughs> I, I guess Faith and Carson Wentz, I, it's, it, I can see the thought process, I guess, but not big on the Jags. I mean, I, I would, I'm, we're, you know, no one's not here to defend himself, so we're not going to. Yeah. I would rather Carson Wentz than fucking Goldilocks there, though. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure we'll get into this debate but, in yeah. future we'll, weeks. We'll, <laughs> we'll get into be arguments in future weeks, so. Uh, Norton, will be back. Norton will be on the pod next week, by the way. He's uh, he's away right now, but he's back Friday, I think, so. We will have him next week to cheer him about that loss. Um Savage. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, now he has a couple NCAA picks. Uh, he's got App State uh, plus 19 and a half. Let's see if we can find They're playing. Uh, who are they playing? Who are they playing? They're playing um, somebody good. If you want to keep talking there, I'll find it. Okay. Yeah. I'll find uh, App, Texas App A&M. Sta- yeah, A&M. App State plus 19 and a half and Iowa State plus four. I'm not sure who Iowa State's playing. Oh, oh we're going in a second. They're playing Iowa. Oh, they're playing Iowa. Okay. Oh my God! Did you see Iowa's game last week? I did not. I saw App State's game last week. At one point in like the third quarter, it was like the end of the third quarter. Iowa had more punts than first downs. Was this? I think I saw like a screenshot of the score. Actually, it was like five two at some point. Yeah, it was like a safety (laughs) field goal and a safety was the only scoring. Yeah, they ended up putting up seven, and it was a field goal and two safeties. Oh my God! So yeah, their offense seems. Terrible, but um, yeah, so Iowa plus four and App State plus 19.5 for Nordsey in the NCAA there. And I think that is it for picks. Um, yeah, that's it for picks from me. Do you have anything else? Nothing left really to add for this week. We'll be back again next week. We'll have Norton back, as you mentioned, and we're excited for this long season of football. Yeah, I'm super stoked. I know uh, you guys are too. And uh you know thanks thanks to everybody who's listening to this right now we appreciate you guys and uh we're, we're gonna try and win you guys some extra extra money this year so yep successful year last year try to build on it let's go good luck uh gamble responsibly and have a, let's have a week <laughs>